Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, and welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer. This is episode 55. One of the great things about podcasting is that even small podcasts like mine from small places can reach the world. That's how Podcorn, strange name, kind of like the opposite of Popcast, is so helpful to me. Via Podcorn, I can find advertisers that I wouldn't find another way. Who want to sponsor Concussion Talk podcasts, knowing that no matter where I am, their message will get out to the world. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities. There's no middleman, so podcasts of any size can browse and choose opportunities and set their own rates. You never give rights to your podcast to maintain full control and creator freedom. Click on the link in my episode description for more information about Podcorn. Okay. Okay, great. Thank you. I'm on now with, uh, with Allie and Felicia. I'm going to definitely mess it up for some time. <laughs> I'm going to say Alicia for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, But uh, I these are these two women are with the we're just started the organization keep your keep keep your head up and uh i'll get them to talk more about that and uh the general reason i asked them is because that's the first i saw this grow from the busy the ground up i guess you one or both of you or your your uh nascent organization followed me on on instagram so i kind of watched this progress not watch the whole thing progress, but watch enough of it. So, but to a point now that you are hoping to start your own organization, keep your head up, organization about concussions. So, I will get first of all, Ali or Felicia. I hope mm-hmm. I get that gig to introduce yourself. So, let's start with Ali. Introduce okay. yourselves and talk with you what your background, where you, how you got started on this. Um, so my concussion happened seven years ago, um, just before I was about to graduate high school. I was playing rugby, and um, it just happened uh, during a game when I was tackled. And 
it appeared to be a mild concussion, but then it ended up taking me quite a long time to be able to go back to school. Like it was close to a year and it's kind of affected me ever since. And I've learned a lot about what it's like to have a brain injury and what, what supports are available. And I was always planning on going into school to study health sciences, but when my injury happened, it really brought my interest towards brain injury. And so I've been studying at the University of Waterloo, taking health sciences, and I'm just wrapping up my last term now. And so it's kind of been those two things that have brought me to a point where I have started getting involved in concussion awareness and concussion support. And Felicia and I will talk more about what we're up to later. Great. Thanks. Felicia? Okay. So I got my concussion in um, December of 2011. I was hit from behind into the boards while playing ringette. Um, and sorry, in high, in high school or university? Or... Yeah. Sorry, it was in high school. Yeah. Okay. So same with Ali. I took some time off of school, um, took like later course loads. Um, it was not fun, um, but was able to get through um, high school and then made it into university. Um, went to University of Waterloo where I studied um, public health. I actually went into the field because I was so passionate about making a difference within the concussion community because of how the injury like affected me and I wanted to make a difference for others um, suffering so I'm so passionate about it Um, again that's why I said I studied so I went into the field and uh, I graduated um, took me five years but I graduated in April and uh, yeah I'm ready to make a difference in the community (laughs) that's that's great that's uh, because one of the things last year the reason I I asked you as one of the podcasts is I was interested that just like the two of you are, I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm not old, but I'm older than you two, and uh, I'm mm-hmm. very old. But um, you guys are both are both young and, and uh, passionate about this 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 uh this injury and this condition that can can really disrupt life, just will disrupt your your thought or what you think is your course of life, but um. How did that? How did that affect your your high school and your in your first few years or your whole year, whole time at university? How did having a brain injury and concussion really change or change what you thought you'd be doing? Yeah, um, I'll I'll start. Um, yeah, it definitely changed a lot of things. Like I said, I took more time for university, which is was no problem at all. It was. Um, great, but I made accommodations. Um, I got accommodations where needed. Um, like I said again, in high school, I took the lighter course loads. And what what accommodations did you where the other could you um, get? So I was um, registered with like the uh, University of Waterloo like accessibility services. So that's where you're able to like have more time um, if needed for like exams, and you write them in like a uh, more quiet room, so you're not as Okay. Uh, pardon me? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're not as stimulated. Yeah, you're not as stimulated. Yeah, it's not in, like, where everyone else writes. And it was a lot – it was very um, accommodating for how I was feeling. Um, Allie can say how she 
<laughs> yeah, so mine was um, tricky because it happened just a couple months before I was supposed to graduate high school. Mm. And I was really a gunner and had all these plans dreamed up for what my university path would look like. Um, so when it happened, I was really devastated because all the all my hard work was kind of shattered and I wasn't sure if or when I would be able to return to school and it really made me um, question like who I was yeah. now with my injury. So it was it was quite a difficult emotional process for me. Um, right. A lot of I was really resistant to slowing down and I had a hard time letting go and watching, you know, friends um, get ahead of me and just mm -hmm. kind of feeling like I was stuck behind, like left right. behind. Yeah. Right. And I, because I was so resistant to change, I think I over, or I, I often would start to feel better and then kind of take on too much and then sort of regress backwards and right. it happened a few times and until I finally was forced it can be to... can be frustrating yeah you, yeah um I was gonna I was actually about schooling but first of all those people listen to this are not from um, most most people this is not from from Canada so uh Kitchener Waterloo or Waterloo University of Waterloo where we can just explain I know we're there but I mean as most listeners do not, so can you explain where they're, where that is in Canada? It's in Canada, but where? Yeah, so it, it's uh, about an hour away from Toronto. It's, uh, it's, we think it's a big city, but <laughs> it's definitely not. Um, it's, yeah, it's a growing place, but our, our community has the University of Waterloo and also Wilfrid Laurier University. So it's okay. a big student town, and okay. there's lots of... Actually, my one of my my uh my good one of my best friends who is uh actually Kinger, if you can hear me, or you hold the <laughs> hand, because now I'm talking about Buddy Kinger. Uh, he lives in, he lives in Kitchener, Waterloo, with his or Kitchener with his wife and three kids at an oh. engineering company there. He's the guy I bike cross Canada with, and Gogi as well, but Gogi's not in Kitchener. But um, and <laughs> I've shout out to Robin Tivo, who I haven't talked to today too, but. That's another point. Anyway, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Kitchener is where Kinger, uh, my buddy Kinger, my bike guys, lives. And uh, also, uh, I was going to ask you about this. You both went into to public health, health sciences and public health. Is that right? Yes. And what is, so what is the difference between those two? And also, were they your original? And I know you said, Felicia, you said your intention was to do health sciences. Is that right or wrong? Allie, Allie, those Allie, right? Anyway, either way. Yeah. Um, so was your intention always doing the health, like health sciences or public health the first, all the whole time you were in high school? Or, or does that change? Or, and also, what do you learn at those, at, in the university at those, in those disciplines that really you think is helpful for your organization, your your soon to your organization. All right. So I didn't really know what I wanted to do in high school. Um, wasn't sure at all. And then um, in grade 10 is when I had my injury. And then this opportunity kind of got sprung upon an opportunity. But I mean, like yeah. I. Well, it is an opportunity. Yeah. So I it was 
I said, oh my goodness, like I'm going to use this maybe as a positive and say I'm going to go into the field of public health because it's affected me for so long and I want to make the difference for um, people so that they, they can have a kind of a different recovery than I've had um, in maybe more of a positive light. Um, Ali's health sciences, uh, she can maybe touch on that, but public health is more the social science and health science, she can... You can yeah, so if you if you think of health on a spectrum of like more policy on one end and like the real biology and chemistry on the other, Felicia's program lies a little bit closer to the policy end of things where mine mm-hmm. lies a little bit closer to the sciences, but we both took a mix of everything. So we actually took some courses together. Which okay. was fun. Um, did you yeah, did you we, sorry, did you know each other honestly in high school? Yes, Were you we friends? You were you went to the same high school? Or yeah, did yeah, you yeah. The, okay. We went to the same high school. We were a year apart and we knew each other but we weren't really friends until I think my injury happened and I kind of reached out to Felicia because I knew that she had already been through it. And when it became obvious that mine wasn't just a typical, you know, like two week recovery concussion. I reached out to Felicia because I knew she was the only person that would understand. And our friendship started there and we've just leaned on each other ever since. That's great. So how did you how did you decide that you guys wanted to create an organization between you two? Okay. About concussions or about anything? We actually it was probably one of the first things that we talked about when we started um uh, hanging out and supporting each other but I think back then we were both so immersed in our recovery process and you know finishing high school getting through university Mm -hmm. and you know it would come up time and time again and we'd say oh we should still do that and to be honest for me my interest in it happened after my injury but then it did get to a point a few years ago where I didn't want to talk about it. I hated hearing the word concussion or brain injury. I like, I just felt so hopeless about it. And I thought that the idea was kind of like off the table. I wanted to do anything but work in the concussion world. But over the past couple of years, I've come around and I feel like I'm ready to to take it on to take it on yeah (laughs) and so Felicia reached out to me in the fall of last year and kind of casually asked if I'd still be up for it and the rest is history I said let's grab a coffee (laughs) so you want to do this (laughs) that's great that's awesome so Felicia I assume you have the same story or you have like I mean you obviously are differently but yeah my yeah, I don't know. Mine's always been like honestly since that grade ten year, like it's been public health, and then that I want to do this health education, and that I want to get the get the word educate like education and awareness um, support out there. And I don't know, my this is like literally been my dream like since yeah. like grade ten. So um, I've kind of it's just always been I've always wanted to like a this has just been my dream goal. Like so you so. did, you did puppy health with this and with this in mind. 
with this in mind. Like that's why I studied that. Yeah. 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 Yes, exactly. Yeah. Great. So uh, I guess now I can ask you if you guys want to talk about what is your organization? What are your your goals? What do you see? Is, why why did you like why did you create this organization? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> since our injuries happened seven to nine years ago, it's been a really hot topic. Yeah. For research and for the medical community and public health in general. And I think we've made really awesome progress in terms of raising awareness about what the signs and symptoms are of a concussion and recognizing why it's important to address. I mean, we still have a long way to go, but it there's been a lot of progress. There's a lot of organizations doing that already. But what we've found in our own experiences and what we've continued to find over the past few years is that there are becoming a lot of resources and services that are available to you if you have a brain injury or a concussion, but it can be really hard to find them. And it can be Yeah, really you, have to, you have to know where to look. Navigate yeah. the system. Yeah. And often we don't look until we're in that position. And when we're in right. that position, we're in crisis mode and we yeah. don't have the ability to be a strong advocate for ourselves and to do a ton of like medical research so what we when we decided like what what gaps are there that we can fill we we feel that the the next step for concussion education is to empower people to understand what is available so that if they ever find themselves in a position where they need concussion support they know where to look and they know how to support each other and just are more prepared for the challenges that they might face. And like, we, we don't feel like we were. And so we want to use everything that we've learned to help make that process a little bit easier for the next. So we plan on doing that through like an education program that we want to implement, um, in like schools and with um, sports teams and to parents. And we understand that parents, coaches and teachers, it's just as important for the youth and people to know, but it's just as important for um, the older individuals as well to understand. Um, so like that's one aspect of the education program is like one aspect of our program that we want to um, get, get rolling. <laughs> um, another aspect is the social um, media platform that I'm sure you know about. Um, it's um, on Instagram. It's keep your head up, KW, yeah. right now. But that's yeah. um, where we wanted to create a positive um, social community where people who are you know having a bad day or even if you just need some positive, like uplifting hope um, through your journey, uh, you can turn to our page um, and like get that reassurance that like everything is going to be okay and we share um like tips and tools and like different strategies that we have found like to be really helpful throughout our journeys um through recovery um that we and we're not that we found and we hope that can be helpful for um other suffering um and then our last um little part of our program is our community events yeah so one of the things that we found in our own recovery process is 
that it's a time where you really need social support for for getting through some really difficult times but it the recovery process itself can be really isolating because there's not a lot that you can do most activities are too stimulating and it, it can just be really hard to get meaningful social interactions and honestly to find opportunities to get out of the house so we are going to be organizing community events here in kitchener waterloo to start that are accessible to most people recovering from concussions and some of the things we have in mind are like going for a light hike or um doing a baking class or perhaps taking one of my yoga classes (laughs) which we'll talk more about later but we and these events will mostly just be to really create a sense of community among people going through similar struggles but it doesn't necessarily have to be an activity where we're, we're talking about our concussions the entire time, but it will be a safe space to do that if someone feels like they need to. So, so is the focus of your organization, well, is it going to be raising awareness and education or is it going to be support or is it just a mix of whatever you think is most needed in that situation? Cause it sounds, I mean, I think it's great. I mean, the way you're doing it, it was amazing. And it sounds like the, uh, your your focus your your target audience is, is are the people who are not injured who have not been have not experienced a concussion or ranger yet, and those are I know I would have been very hard to I know I was I mean it wasn't a big deal when I was a ranger it wasn't just brain concussion and brain injury weren't as prominent forces there now but uh, then I know I know if I was going to to go through a a, a session like I was playing waterfall or doing triathlon if I had to go through a session about, you know, if you're ever concussed or a ranger, I'd be like, okay, this, this is fine, but I'm not really going to, I should learn, I should know this stuff, but I'm not not expecting it, not really going to, if I was to hand out forms, I'd be just, you know, put them in the locker somewhere and forget of them. So do you guys have a plan for how you're going to really just want to make people know, like to take in what you're saying? And, and I know, I guess a good way to do that is also through your, through events as you're saying is that so you're gonna have events that are not necessarily for brainjured people or for people for only for only brainjured and just people but also for the general public who need to know this this stuff and to are who should who need to pay attention to this stuff more than the people who are already in that situation because well, as you said once you're in that situation then your your mind is not when you're when you're injured, your mind is not focused on on that. Your mind is focused on surviving and and, uh, right. and just organizing yourself. So, so, so sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Felicia. So, our education program would be focused on. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm... Pardon me? Booty focus, sorry. No, <laughs> Sorry, would be focused on educating those who like may have been concussed, may not be concussed, but just targeting like general education and awareness um, for everyone, for everyone, just going into schools, sports teams, those who may get concussed. But our community events would be those who are injured and who are like suffering from brain injuries. Our online support can be anybody who ever wants to follow us, learn more. Like, even if you don't have a brain injury and just want some positive inspiration, like, I'm sure you can read our, for example, Wisdom Wednesday yeah. and, like, get something yeah. positive. And those that. are great. Yeah. So it's so for. Yeah. I don't know if that I, answered the question. Our goal uh, I know is, Brandon was the question was rambling. So I'm going to no, no, answer no, him. No, like, no. My question was off. Who knows where it was going. But um, our, goal, our goal with all of it is to inform as many people as possible. So that when an individual is affected by concussion, either they themselves know or someone in their circle knows what they need to do and knows how to support them. And we feel that through the education program, we can start to increase that that sense of awareness among the general population. And then we also want our social media platform to sort of start to spread those ideas as well. And then our community events will just sort of be one of the many different services or activities that we would recommend to people who come seeking our support if they find themselves. Um, yeah. With- yeah, no, I, th- I, think, I think that's great. That's really, that's excellent. And I mean, 
that's like raise awareness, raise awareness online and wherever else, wherever you can. So I think I think is a it's a great is is all you can do really until society really until we really realize that we have to know this stuff before we have to know about concussion and brain injury, not say prevention but treatments and and uh, what you should do. And we have to know that before we actually brain injury and concuss. But the human humans don't you know they don't want to you don't know, need to pay attention to that until it's needed really and Julia. and that's you think it's needed and it's needed now but if you're not mm-hmm. immediately affected personally but uh, I think a great way to like I said is your events your hikes and your and your I don't know, I don't know what, else, what else you can do except for I know Ali you're Ali right it is Ali Nathalie who's doing the you'll love your brain yoga training this summer Ali Ali yeah and yeah. you want to talk about yeah. that you're, you teach yoga now yeah so I did my yoga teacher training last fall and it was actually for totally personal reasons. I wanted to learn how to keep using yoga to kind of rehabilitate my body and um, continue reaping the benefits that it was having on my mental health. And I didn't actually have any intention of going on to teach, but my yoga teacher training process ended up, ended up being a really um, inspire or really healing method for me to sort of get through some of those mental health challenges that I was having from my concussion. And while I was doing it, I started thinking like, man, I really wish there was some sort of yoga program for people with concussions. So I didn't have to figure figure this all out myself. And I started doing some research and I came across Love Your Brain and I was blown away because someone has had already gathered all the evidence and figured out a way to do it safely, which were both things that were, would be important to me if I were to take something like that on. And so as soon as I graduated my yoga teacher training, I applied and I'm heading there at the end of this month. And for anyone who doesn't know what Love Your Brain is, it is a yoga program that was developed by a or developed sorry it's an organization that came from a snowboarder an olympic snowboarder who had a severe brain injury and found meditation and yoga to be really healing for him and so this six-week yoga series was born for people recovering from brain injuries or concussions and their caregivers as well. And it's free to those people who are using it. And it just provides an accessible way for people who would really benefit from things like yoga and meditation to be able to do it. Right. And I I was really excited about it because at the time, Felicia and I weren't doing this. And I thought it would be a really great way to give back and and start supporting people who are going through journeys that are very similar to what I have been through. And the fun thing about teaching a yoga class is that there's opportunities for you to sort of weave through your own experiences and your own wisdom when you create a meditation experience. And so I thought it'd be a really cool way for me to 
to offer what I've learned to others. And yeah, so we're going to be bringing that in as part of Keep Your Head Up. It is just coming to our region this summer, and I'll be getting involved with that. Oh, but yeah, okay. I'll, I'll have more details once I'm... Once I'm you do the course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, Felicia, do you use Juice play any of your sports, ringette or soccer, right? No, I, I, I did play a little bit of intramural soccer just because I wanted to get back out there. I missed playing so much. Um, yeah. But no, I haven't been able to like get like I played intramurals during my undergrad. Um, but I haven't. I've been skating like, but I haven't been able to play ring out again. Um, I think it would just be too much contact, and I mean it's not supposed to be contact, but yeah, no. <laughs> it's just I think it'd be too too much for me, which it sucks. But yeah, no, unfortunately. Well, that that's exciting though about your about the the, the yoga programmer. Please, are you in there? Do you do do, do yoga or do you practice yoga? Do you practice yoga or I, I, are you in a dumb <laughs> with Ali? Ali. I, <laughs> so. I actually, I have not. So no. Ali is going to take me um, because okay. I I think it would be really beneficial for my like healing process as well. Um, so she's yet to take me but we are we, yeah. she's got to take me and show me how it's done because i think i could really benefit from it yeah we'll do a little um case study on it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well actually we just was about to end the conversation but i ask you guys one of the most important questions is how what challenges do you find are the most for you for you individually so ali what do you find are your biggest challenges if, if you don't mind speaking about them no, not at all. Um, one of the major things that got in my way after, which took a long time to be sorted out, was my vision. My um, I have double vision, so <laughs> yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, my it sucks. It converged. Yeah, I actually yeah, it it makes it really difficult to read and to be in simulating environments and to be in like a university lecture and it's just really changed the way that I learn and and um something which is something that's really important to me so that's been really tough and I've tried all sorts of different vision therapies but nothing has really seemed to stick so that's something that I've I'm still getting used to um my most of my other symptoms have subsided for the most part but I I can still get like if I'm in class all day I know that the rest of my day has to kind of be um less stimulating so that I can recharge and be ready to go back the next day is that what you use yoga for or do you like just yeah. sit, in a, sit in a room and read or you like yoga do you anything but reading <laughs> oh, oh yeah trying <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, yoga is something that I was able to use because my balance was really impacted. Yeah. And my body just like, after many years of not being able to do any exercise, it just got so weak. And both 
that and then just feeling disconnected from it just made me really hate any sort of movement. But I tried oh. yoga and my doctor kept telling me that it would help. So I kept going back to it, even though I, I hated it at first. And then I found it to be, it's just gentle enough that it can start building strength back and can start building balance back, which is what I really liked about it. Right. And yeah. now it it's something that I can turn to when I'm feeling really overwhelmed with anxiety or just like struggling with motivation. Um, I know that I'm kind of just one yoga class away from feeling better, which oh, that's is good. really that's excellent. But I would encourage. So if anyone is thinking about trying yoga and they haven't done it before, give yourself a few classes to try it before you make a decision because once your body gets used to the type of movements that you're doing, then you'll start to see the, you'll start to experience the meditative relaxing benefits of it. So give it a chance. <laughs> Great advice. And uh, so Felicia, what, what, uh, what symptoms or what do you find? What did you, what did you find or do you still find most challenging from after your concussion? Um, I just find most challenging that, I'm just a really type A personality. Like I need to just go, go, go. And I honestly just never know when to stop kind of thing. And that um, didn't and, change. And well, that really affects, like I wear, like wear myself out because I just like, and then if I can't do, do what I used to be able to do in a day or like I have to alter what I'm doing. Like if I, for example, was walking around the streets on like <laughs> spent a day walking in Toronto and then yeah. I expected to like watch a movie that night. Like I couldn't, I would be like fried kind of thing. So like, I just, I have to alter my days and everything. Like I just can't do as much as I expect myself to do. And like, it's been a challenge to have to adapt to that because I push myself really hard and like expect myself to do like I set these really high standards for myself all the time and expect myself to always like do it. But I feel like crap, like halfway through the day. And then I, yeah. So it's just like symptoms come on. Like I suffer from like a headache every day from, I've suffered from, like nine years for headaches every day. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, it's just tough having, having to adjust and like, just cause I'm a, I don't know. A busybody, a go-getter. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, 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 I think it's great that you, with all these challenges, you guys are actually are getting involved and with your policy and science backgrounds. You're getting involved in this this discipline of the discipline, this really this sphere, brain drain concussion, and but you can do to alleviate some of the pressures and some of the some of the the, the pain some people don't through, but. Uh, yeah, so uh, so I know you got you guys are are now on on I, I find it on Instagram, but uh, so if is there else where people people can find you, is there any hard location for people to find you, for people are, in anywhere, any this physical location or is it just we, online? Oh, Sorry. Well, we um well we're working on a working on a website, oh, yes. so that's getting up and running, and we'll soon hopefully um and we'll we'll post about that um and then in terms of having 
a physical space. We're working on it. It's that's also yeah. in the works. So no, we'll just, let you. It'll be no. posted when we do. It's something. Something's brewing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. So so uh, for, so right now so for uh, for right now for anybody who wants to reach out and find out find anyone in Kitchener Waterloo or anywhere around who's going to be there this summer say when you're when Ali you're back from Vancouver and you're teaching yoga and when you're doing your walks. Mm-hmm. Um, where can people find out more about you online? Where did you, I know if I found you on Instagram, how can they find you there or on anywhere else? Yeah, the best way to reach us right now is through our Instagram and our email. We have our email listed on our bio. Our Instagram is at keepyourheadupkw. And our website should be up and running in the next couple of weeks, which we will post on our Instagram. And it should be keep your head up hopefully keep your head up dot com something yeah. we're, we're hoping for that one <laughs> yeah go for that yeah yeah just, yeah well thanks so much and i i mean is there anything else you'd like to add that i skipped over that i forgot to mention or ask you about that you would like to bring up no i think that's great i think we covered yeah. it all okay well thank you so much for being part of this this podcast and i really hope people in southwestern Ontario or Kitchener Waterloo especially reach out reach out and find you guys and find finding go to Ali go to your yoga classes when they <laughs> when they're available yeah and uh good luck Thanks. with your your schooling first of the school year now and uh so Ali you have to do exams right so it's you I'm wishing luck for schooling right or Felicia who am I who am I, who am I wishing Ali. luck for schooling Ali oh. Ali Okay, well, good good luck. And uh, Felicia, thank you. And, uh, thanks for having and, us. Well, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you all for listening. And please remember that you can find more podcasts, my blogs, and my ebook at concussiontalk.com. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by Head Check Health. Head Check Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. To our organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. Music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 